Welcome to Optimal Health Uncovered. We are a group of health and wellness professionals in the New York metropolitan area where our mission is to empower you to live better. From specific injuries to general fitness trends, diets to sleep habits, our group of specialists are dedicated to bringing you the latest evidence-based research on the topics that matter most. Welcome to this session of Optimal Health Uncovered. Welcome to Optimal Health Uncovered. I'm Todd. And I'm Mike. And today we're going to cover compressive therapies. And we've got a special guest, our very own Zach Beekner. Hey there. What's going on, Zach? Uh, excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. I guess this is what, number three for me or yeah, four? Yeah, we got four. you, brought you back here talking again about recovery and what we can do to help people recover. Uh, after exercise or after activities and topic today we're going to talk about compressive therapies so tell us a little bit about why we chose you to talk about compressive therapies what makes you the knowledge king in this area i guess compressive therapies have really kind of been a part of my we'll say professional career for um, almost 10 years now i'm a certified athletic trainer um, and practicing actively pretty much that entire 10 years. You know, recovery is pretty much a part of any athlete. Um, anytime you're an athletic trainer, whether we're working in, uh, you know, more of a clinic setting, physical therapy, whether you're on the field. Um, I did some short stints in uh, the NFL and NCAAs, um, Division One college sports. Recovery is such a huge part of that, and, and you know, one thing that I think I've really been able to achieve here with you guys in performance is kind of bring that knowledge to more of the clinic setting and, and helping, you know, patients recover, you know, and get them back to uh, where they want to be. I think that's an interesting thing that we've seen it go from the athletic field, from the athletic training room to commonplace for everybody. You know, it's not recovery is not just something for athletes. We all need to recover whether we post-surgically, non-surgically, to someone who's overly stressed. So it's it's a new a new-ish field in the terms of being out there for everyone, but it's been around forever. Um, so speak to us a little bit about compression. Let's define it first. Like what is compressive therapy? Talk us through maybe some different types. So compression therapy is going to be just that, uh, you know, compression on the body, you know, pressure uh, on either a specific area of the body or um, part, of, part of the body. Uh, we might be talking as uh, as something like massage could be a, a form of compression therapy. Um, we have boots that are actually wrapped around either a uh, a body part, an extremity, um, certain modalities that you can use uh, that'll put pressure on the body, almost like a version of like a blood blood pressure cuff, where you're actually squeezing that area of the body. And each one of those modalities, massage, they all have kind of different intents. Uh, but I think the main part of it is that compression is, is helping recover that specific area of that body. Anytime you're squeezing uh, any area of the body, you're, you're trying to help aid the natural recovery process. You know, we're increasing circulation, we're improving blood flow, we're actually working out any fluid that's built up in that area. That might be lactic acid, for example, in the lower body. We know when we do a lot of heavy exercise, let's take biking, for example, we go on a long bike ride. Over that long bike ride, our lower body especially is going to build up a significant amount of lactate in the lower body. Well, if we 
if we put something on our body, if we compress our body, if we put some type of compression um, on our lower body, we're going to help move some of that fluid out. We're going to decrease the amount of lactic acid. And we're going to help that lower body feel better, uh, but also be able to recover faster. And when we define recover faster, is that like less delayed onset muscle soreness? You know, the next couple of days, is it just at time zero when they're doing it or how long after can we expect effects? Um, so when you're going to put that compression on, you should feel the effects immediately. Um, you're going to feel some type of relief. Now, delayed onset muscle soreness, we know kind of is, is between 24 and 48 hours after exercise. So when we're using these um, modalities, when we, when we compress that body, when we're trying to actively recover, we should see immediate effects, and then we should see those effects last up to maybe two days after exercise or two days after we're using that modality. We use the Normatech stockings and boots in our facilities. Are there different providers uh, that also put out uh, compressive boots? Uh, yeah, so there's a couple of different um, uh, competitors out there. There's Rapid Reboot, there's Normatech. Um, Game Ready actually has a system that focuses more on joints and uh, uses uh, cold therapy in conjunction with the compression. Um, a little bit different application because it's because it's on a joint rather than a body part um, or or a large body part. Um, but yeah, and then you know there's there's other there's other modalities out there. Originally, it came from uh, the 1960s where compression was literally just that we would just have some some type of air filled bubble, almost like a balloon. And you'd, you'd fill this up and it would compress a body part. When I worked in the NFL, we actually, there was kind of an old school trainer who just believed in just like old school mentality, ice everything. Um, and he had this giant blue boot and he would just stick it on everybody. And it was one chamber and there was nothing technologically advanced about it, but it would just squeeze an area of the body. And we are, we kind of know that squeezing one area of the body is not, is not really all that great. Um, you know, we want, we want something more gradient than that. We want something more progressive than that. Um, but you know, using, using, um, that type of compression can be beneficial to an extent, but I think that's where some of the newer technologies come in and that's where we find the most benefit. Yeah, that's a good lead. That was my next question. Talk to us about the programs that these uh, machines have and the compressive nature of it. Is it one compartment, multiple compartments? What kind of programming is it? How long does one usually uh, wear a device like this? Uh, how often can you give us some parameters on just overall use? Yeah. So, uh, what history kind of shows us is that it's static compression, which is just like a kind of a rolling squeeze used to be used the most often, really right up until like the nineties. That's when the system that we have here, but really kind of the, you know, sort of the state of the art system now where you use uh, gradient compression. Um, it's a, it's a pulse hold and gradient compression therapy. And this is what we use in what's called a Normatech. Dr. Laura Jacobs actually developed this in the late nineties to help enhance the movement of the fluid out of the limbs that it's working on. So you can use either a, uh, a hip attachment, an arm attachment, a leg attachment. And then what it does is it'll, it'll actually pulse that area. 
So we start with chambers. Let's take the legs, for example. It'll start at your toes, it'll kind of pulse, and then it'll squeeze, hold, and then it'll move to the next chamber while that previous chamber is still holding. And as it moves up, those lower chambers begin to release again. And that's because we just don't want to hold and squeeze the body. I mean, imagine a blood pressure cuff on your arm and you sit there and you hold that blood pressure cuff for 30 minutes. It's going to get really uncomfortable and you're going to start to have numbness and tingling. So that's why we have this advance of technology where it'll hold, um, it'll pulse, hold, and then release uh, that compression. And that kind of mimics the muscle pump of the legs, of the arms, of the hips, and it can actually help move some of that fluid out of out of that body part. So Zach, you mentioned fluid in the legs and pumping uh, that fluid up. Mike, when dealing with your patients, how do you explain to them what that fluid is and, and how you pump it into our, our venous system? Yes, yeah, so I just dichotomize it and break it into kind of blood and then lymph. So lymph being basically byproducts of exercise of activity. It's kind of waste products and that's moved up your lymphatic system. We all know we have lymph nodes. Those lymph nodes are basically a series of areas in the body that the lymph is either produced and then mobilized up to ducts in different areas. So what Zach was saying in terms of how different chambers kind of function in a graded fashion, that's important so that that fluid gets to the big areas of the body, like the iliac duct or the thoracic duct, where that can get drained out. And then your heart kind of pumps out through the venous system and we kind of flush that out. So that's, that's the main gist that I give to patients. And then the other important thing that compressive therapy does in terms of that fluid movement is, you know, the venous system or the, the veins in the body help to move blood uh, basically back up to the heart, get oxygenated through the lungs and then kind of pumps back so we can kind of function normally. So with the lymphatic system uh, and the nodes and through the system, the way these boots are designed, are they designed specifically to get it to certain areas of the extremity? Do you know anything about that? Well, I believe there. I don't know the specifics in it, but if I look at the difference, and Zach kind of touched on this, about like a, and I love game ready for after surgery because you're really just icing and kind of putting some compression on the area. But um, the one you know flaw I think in that, and I, and I do use that for sure. I'm not you know knocking on Game Ready. I think they're a great company. And it's a great device. But anything that's joint specific, it misses the big picture of kind of mobilizing that fluid throughout the whole limb. So say you take a knee, which is stuck in the middle between the ankle and the hip, you may get the fluid out of the knee. But unless you're getting a boot and a compressive device that goes from the foot all the way up to the hip, you're not getting up to the drainage area, which is kind of in your inguinal or groin region. Yeah, that's, that's a good point because we often see a lot of swelling distal or down near the foot and ankle or the hand uh, when we're just doing joint yeah, specific. I think there's definitely benefit for both to kind of get some local treatment, but I think I would like that to be followed up by more of a global treatment throughout the whole limb. Now, let's, let's dig into what type of athletes or do we see this more, or patients for that matter, do we see this most often used with? You know, we say what kind of athletes. I, I think it's really what kind of person can benefit from Normatech. I think anyone who puts a stress on their body, and that's going to be a pretty large segment of our population. Um, you know, we have, I have people that are coming in right now that are, uh, you know, youth football players. You know, they're, they're, despite COVID, they're able to kind of manage this football season and they're coming in and, and these kids are using the Normatech to help them recover from, um, you know, three, four days of practice a week, games on Saturdays, Sundays, the weekend. Some of these kids are actually playing a second sport. Um, baseball's going on. 
and they're putting a lot of stress in their lower body and they're just looking for a way to just kind of help lessen that that pain sensitivity, um, increase range of motion, kind of give them an edge on the competition. But then you have the opposite end of the spectrum where you have, you know, somebody who's a little bit, um, a little bit older, you have a middle-aged male who actually comes in quite often. Um, he's just, he's big into CrossFit and he wants to just come in and, and help his body recover faster so he can work out more than twice a week or three days a week. Um, and hopping on the Normatech. So you have a lot of lot of different segments of the population that can really benefit um, Normatech. I, I believe we actually have a couple of PTs who are using this uh, post-operatively. You know, somebody coming out of surgery and, and they find themselves, uh, you know, with, with some swelling in an area of, you know, talk to your physician about any sort of compression therapy after a surgery. But we have some PTs that, that find benefit in that. Yeah, I'm going to swing this over to Mike for the clinical aspect. That's a good breakdown of, you know, what we use in an athletic population. How about in our, uh, you know, cardiovascular, venous compromised individuals? What are we seeing in the clinical setting? Yeah, I think it's starting to be used more frequently. You know, someone with venous insufficiency that's not getting that normal muscle pumping up or they have torturous veins or areas where the venous system isn't functioning optimally. They have to do something to kind of mobilize that fluid. So compressive therapy has helped those individuals and you know, one, one individual in particular comes to mind who's using it to increase his walking tolerance. So we'll get on the treadmill, we'll kind of do a walk test. Um, and then he'll hit the onset of his symptoms. We'll treat it with Normatec, um, and then get back on the treadmill and see if he can go a little bit longer. We're doing that within sessions. Um, and then also between sessions. So it's pretty interesting. I think, you know, it's always viewed still as more of an athletic thing, but we're, we're all athletes in terms of what causes us to, you know, two a days in football, uh, when we were, 21 become, you know, just walking, getting out of the car when we're 81, right? So, you know, just athletics become a little bit different at life becomes athletics towards the end of our lives. So I can still put my helmet on every day when I come to the You office. still do. And we all know that you do. And you go in the mirror and talk to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so Zach, uh, back to you. what kind of research is out there on these compressive units? Uh, is there any solid research to support their use? Yeah. So there's, uh, quite a few, Research articles show the benefits and the effects of what compression therapy uh, can do. But also, what I what I love the most um, is some of the more unique research articles that were done. Um, one I came across um, in the Journal of Strength Conditioning. Uh, it actually examined uh, flexibility. So just like a can these compression therapy units improve range of motion in an athlete? And it actually tested tested a segment of gymnast and their split range of motion. How 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 well were they able to split after they used without a warm up? Um, after they used these compression therapy, and it actually found their pain rating actually decreased uh, for the trials. Um, of these splits, but the most significant result was that their ranges of split increased about 5% between before and after, and then in between the control group and the group that used the Normatec. So I think it was a pretty impressive to see that just using that Normatec increased their range of motion and their ability to gain flexibility just by hopping on these um, compression compression devices for 30 minutes before they before they went to work out. It seems like a long amount of time to do, you know, use compressive boots as a warm-up. It kind of stimulates the cardiovascular system. You know, you'd think it's probably better just to get on a cardiovascular device or do a generalized warm-up in that case. 
Yeah, but you know what what I loved about it is that it, it'll it'll show that you can use this in combination with other things to help improve the range of motion. I mean, so many athletes are looking for an edge. How can we help give them an edge? You know, how can we help the general population? They maybe they just play tennis on the weekends or maybe they play they play golf in the summers or you know, they they're looking to, you know, win their youth football game on Saturday. How can we help give them an edge? You know, and and this is one way we can do that. I think, yeah, I look at that and say, okay, I would extrapolate that research and say, how would you then intervene clinically? You know, I would agree with Todd, like more of a cardiovascular warm up or a dynamic warm up before activity, in between activity, if you're resting between, say, a tennis tournament and you're going to be, you know, sitting for a couple hours before your next match, you may get there and do some Norma Tech Compressive, then get on a bike, right? Something like that, or in between half times at a football, at football games, things like that. I think the athletes can definitely intervene there. And a lot of them do rather than just sitting in kind of waiting for the coach's speech. They're all doing active recovery during that time. That's definitely changed since, since I was an athlete. Yeah. It's definitely something we're seeing more of in the professional sports realm are these recovery rooms and their training rooms and college training rooms where you're going to see five, six, seven chairs lined up with Normatec boots for these athletes. How do we, when we think of compressive therapies and we think of our world of optimal health and the balance between, you know, nutrition, exercise, recovery, and stress on the body, how, how do you tie Normatec into that equation for your clients? I think it definitely fits in that recovery bucket, um, you know, after vigorous activity, between vigorous activity to just help your body function better, be less sore and feel better. So, you know, we use it clinically if we're on the, the rehab side of, of our business, it's going to be, you know, post-surgical, all those cases that we kind of worked out, the people with venous insufficiency, people who are on the training side after a hard workout, if you get them on there, they love to be on there, right? So sometimes they'll ask for it without even us, us kind of recommending it because they really like to recover. Someone who's in their competitive season, it's just they'll come in after games, uh, after long tournaments, et cetera. Um, and then we have the, the general population that, you know, again, after an activity that maybe didn't get them as sore when they were doing it, you know, Monday through Friday, but now they're more of a weekend warrior. They don't want to spend their weekend sore. So they may go out, play around a golf, uh, two rounds of golf and want to recover a little bit afterwards so that they can go and you know go to a cocktail party or whatever their weekend may entail. So we, we kind of use it and incorporate it that way. Um, and then just education is the other aspect. So Someone does not need to sit down and do 30 minutes of Normatec. There's other compressive devices that they can wear. Compressive garments is something I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about. A little bit less research on the efficacy of exactly what they do. But if you go to any running store kind of in the country, you'll see uh, calf compression sleeves. You have ones that go up to the thigh, um, just tight uh, tights and spandex and, and compressive garments. A lot of athletes are wearing that, um, at least anecdotally. I, and I've used them. You know, you do feel like you're getting a little bit more of a connection with the muscle and there's some tactile feedback that goes there and there's some science behind that. You're feeling like you're getting a little bit more blood flow to the area. Um, so that's the other area that we can intervene and just educate people that, okay, if you if this works for you, here's you know a couple different devices that you can put on, so whether it be compression socks, et cetera, that you can do during your, your daily activities or when you're running or, or functioning that way. Yeah. More of the compressive sleeves and the science out there is more the proprioceptive stimuli or the helping the body sense the position that it's right. in, you know, some studies attached to does this help with injury prevention and just more awareness of a joint, especially if it's injured. Uh, great. Zach, back to you as we start to wrap up here, any nuggets you want to leave our audience with? You know, one thing, you know, you may, you may say, well, I, I don't, I don't have access to one of these things, you know, one of these compression devices. I, I don't have Normatec. Well, what can you do at home? Well, massage is, is an easy one. Everybody 
for the most part, can have access to some type of massage therapy. And if you don't have access to a massage therapist, we use a massage gun. So, you know, uh, vibrating devices that actually can help dig into the muscle, help dig into the joints and kind of help relieve some of that pressure. That can actually be kind of a similar effect on the body or being able to use, alluding to kind of what Mike mentioned earlier, is there's compression sleeves out there that are available for you to use. So I think it's just, you know, if you have soreness, you know, you have you, you put stress on your body, you notice you're, you're just not able to get um, everything out of your body that you want, being able to access some type of compression therapy. There's a lot of options out there and just finding something that's suitable for you, I think is great. We want to thank Zach for joining us today on the podcast. As for my co-host, Mike, I'm Todd, and this is Optimal Health Uncovered. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to this episode of Optimal Health Uncovered. If you have questions for us or want to hear about something specific in an upcoming episode, send an email to podcast at performance-pt.com and be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for more tips on optimal health. Until next time, be well.